Bottom line of Chaf Vov Amud Bez. Amar Shmuel. Very, very interesting. Machlokas that we're discussing now. Amar Shmuel. Yisa Adam Doime. Ve'al Yisa Bas Doime. So Daimar actually explains as a woman who is, is, seems a lot of uh, rumors and discussion about her, how she's not, act- not been acting very appropriately and in the areas of permitted marriages. She's a married woman and not sure exactly what happened to her. I don't know for sure. Nothing has been proven. Not a situation where we know. But uh, this is a woman where things don't sound very uh, kosher about her. So the Shmuel says if a person has a choice of a daima, a woman who is, herself has been discussed and this about, and talked about, and rumored about, so that would be preferable to marry Vayisa Bas Dema, rather than marrying the daughter of Dema, because the daughter, assuming that she was actually committed some sort of Avera, so the daughter could potentially be a Mamzeres. Could be, could be, we don't know. Right? If maybe she was with a non-Jew, which also could be, wouldn't be a Mamzer, but it would be at least a Pogum. So the Bas Dema in some ways is worse. Shazu Ba because at least the woman herself even though she has not been acting very appropriately, at least she is Tipek Shera. She is still coming from a kosher marriage. The Zubama Tipek Psula, but the daughter comes from a Tipek Psula. Now again, certainly, if you have choices, these are probably both women you want to stay away from. But in these, in this uh, pecking order, which one would be preferable? The Gemara says the Deimu would be preferable according to Rev, according to the first opinion, according to Shmuel. Re'echna says exactly the opposite. He saw the Bas Dema. If you have a choice between the two, rather go with the Bas Dema. Because at least this daughter, we don't know anything happened. So she is a Chesus Kashrus. Her Chazaka is that she is a kosher child. But Zu, this woman has been acting certainly and been spoken about, and people are assuming is not a Chesus Kashrus, and therefore would much rather go with the, the uh, Bas Dema. As far as we know, at least is a pure chestas kashrus. Okay, so two different ways of approaching this, um, this op- these options. Basically, ask the Gemara a question. It says you can marry a daima. Now, this seems to be a question of Yechon. And Yechon says that don't marry the, the daima. Here, the Bryce says clearly no. So the Gemara says, one second, one second. <laughs> this Bryce seems problematic in a much greater sense. One second. The brightest of the words you read at face value, it says, you should marry or can marry a daima. This this woman is not someone you want to really get involved with. So it's only to say this is a, a proper woman that it's everything's okay with doesn't seem to be accurate. Ella, you have to change the brightest somewhat. Imnasa. If you married her, it's okay. Now the Bediyev is going to be okay. So once we're changing the brysa, which means the brysa is a brysa which has, is not a, a accurate brysa, so you can also change the words and say it's bastaimah, because the whole brysa obviously is a, is a brysa which is, as, as it happened when it was passed down, somewhat got a little convoluted, and therefore the fact that you see clearly the brysa cannot be read at face value, so then you can change also daima to bastaimah. So therefore there's no question on Avirchanon, the Bryce would be consistent with him. The commercial the bottom line would be which is the way Virchan and Paskind would rather go with the Bastema, who is again a as far as we know, a girl who's totally fine 
and she's been acting, as far as we know, appropriately. Her chazaka is that she's a kosher yichos, as opposed to her mother, who is certainly, as we've seen, and been spoken about in a not proper fashion. Tani, Rev Tachlifa by Marava, Kameh Rav and there's a very important rule that this is based on, a rule from Rav Tachlifa by Marava, Isha Mezana Baneak Sherin, even if a woman is Mezana, she's with some other men, we still assume their children are kosher. You know why? Because we still assume that most times when she was together with a man, it was with her husband. That's only the assumption. So it's true, it's possible that she was other other men as well. But if you want to know where the children came from, you go after Rav, you go after the majority. And the majority of her relations were with her husband, and therefore the assumption is that the child is a kosher child, and therefore it would make sense to go with the Gerchelen's halacha, that Baz Daima is considered to be a kosher child. Boyer of Amram, one second. How far does this go? So we had a rule that we assume that most times the woman is together, it's assumed it's with her husband. How far does that go? She's a woman who is unfortunately very part, she's very um, promiscuous, and she's acting in ways which are certainly way beyond the, the boundaries of what she should be. Do we still say that? Do we still say that maybe she's a person who's all the time with other men, and, and maybe even majority. I mean, we don't know exactly numbers, but if she's Prutsa B'yosa, maybe you no longer could say, Rov B'yosa Echarabal. Mahu. So Gemara says, we're going to break it down. Aliva Deman Diyamra Inisha Mesaberis El Samech Levest Loti Voyalach. It says, if quote about them which says, and it sounds like it's a Machogas, almost a Metzias in the, in the fact, the woman cannot become pregnant, close to the time when she, of her vest, close to the time when she has her period. There's no question. So it's not a question, because he has no idea when she's getting her period, and therefore he cannot stop her from being with other men at that time. If he knew exactly when it was, at least he could say, you know what, I'm going to be very careful that every time she's about to get a, she's about to get a period, we're going to be careful that she's not going to be with other men to make sure the children are kosher. But she has no idea when that is. So he can't put any sort of safeguards in place. So therefore, the assumption is, you assume that the children attack Apostle, because to say Rov B'yosachar and such a woman was not likely. When do we have the question? That the woman becomes pregnant close to her tefillah, which is the way we would assume, right? Close to the tefillah is when, around the time she ovulates. Which is about two weeks after she gets a period. So, therefore, now he knows when she goes to the mikvah. And therefore, right afterwards, he can try to do all that he can to watch over her, to make sure she's not with other men at that time, to make sure the children are, are his children. So, even the Yadavi, do we say, since he knows that she's now going to become potentially pregnant, he'll be very careful, watch over her. And make sure that she's not with any other men to ensure the children are his children. Odoma, no, maybe it's 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 too far gone. Keeping the proots of Yosser, lo, that since she's such a poet, she can find ways of getting around his safeguards and finds ways of being with other men, and therefore it's not gonna help that he knows still she'll figure it out. Take with him. Even that's a question, whether or not we could say Rov Bil Sacharabal, that the assumption is that it came from this husband. In the case of Prutzabiyoser, even when. Why don't you let the Mara just say that he should divorce her? Like, 
Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, it's it's a good question. Of, of, it sounds like like what's going on over here? Right. What's going on over here? Like why? She's puts a and he's still yeah. keeps her at home. Still keeps her at home. Yeah. 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 A question about the children. I'm wondering about the children. Right. A question about the children, but but it is a practical question. Like you know, like, we're talking about the children. We're talking about guarding about when she's possibly become pregnant. Right. Right. Which yeah, obviously it's it's probably not a great Shalmai situation, but um, yeah. So far, it's still uh, the marriage is still kind. Okay. Then the Mishnah discussed about the wife of the following men and there's, as we'll see that in certain cases, even though she um, so even though he's not going to be the one who's been doing the warnings, and we'll see potentially even the giving to drink Bezda will do that sometimes Turn up on an ish 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 that even if it's a wife of a deaf mute ish is shota a wife of someone who's considered to be not mentally um, competent, Eshes Shimon, which is even more um, deranged. Let's say if her husband's no longer around and he's gone, he's overseas, and, and obviously he cannot warn her or cannot give it to drink because he's not here. Or he's locked away in jail. So obviously, if he's locked away in jail, he has no idea what's going on with her. In all these cases, Bezdan Mechanelan. Bezdan will, will, that's part of Bezdan's role. Is to step up, and when there's a need of someone to make sure that things are being done properly, they'll do that. So in all these cases, the husband has no option or ability to warn her, to do the kinui. Therefore, Bezdan will do it, and at least they'll accomplish the place of mixubasan, the pass from mixuba. If she violates that, so then she's passing mixuba. But drinking, as we'll see, according to this opinion, you don't do because it's only the husband who can actually take her to drink. But at least the kinu, at least the warning, which would eventually cause a lose of suba, would be something which is Beznik can do. Yochel Aflashkes, and anything, even Beznik could take her and give her to drink if they if she violates the kinu. The man has to bring his wife, which means the husband has to bring his wife. And there's no option of Beznik doing that. Rav Yosef says a very interesting halacha. Aflashkosa. Bezin could warn her to drink. That means Bezin can't give, bring her to drink, but they can warn her to drink. Now, when is it relevant? It's only relevant, to, let's say, if the husband was not around, and then turns up. Let's say in the case of the husband was in jail, and he'll come out X amount of time. So Bezin said, listen, we are warning you that if you are going to violate this, then, when your husband will be around to be able to give you the drink, he'll be have the option of doing so. Yishkena. Tanakam says even that Bezdin can't do. Bezdin can't even warn her for the sake of having him dr- giving her to drink when he's available. So what's the machlokas? The Ma'akimifigli. Rabban and Savri, bina v'kina v'hevi. You have to have a connection between the kinoi and the bringing, which means that if there's a situation where the husband's around and does a kinui, then he can actually bring her to, to drink. But if the husband's not around, not available, not even in, in the realm of possibility of bringing her to drink, it's, you can't connect kinui and heavy because it's going to have to be a kinui with potentially of, of X amount of time 
which is have to um, go go by till husband can do so, and therefore the kinyan and havia are not connected, and it's not going to work. If everybody disagrees, Lobina and Kinyan and says even though the Pesukim mentioned these two concepts, they're not required to be juxtaposed. They can be separate by X amount of years potentially till husband gets out of jail or shows up from out of town or out of the country, and therefore the possibility of Bezdin warning her on the notion that when the husband's around to give it to, to give it to drink is a possibility, and that would be relevant in this case. Okay, says the Gemara now. So the the Sukkim make a, a comparison between the woman and the man in the situation of Sota. To make some sort of comparison between the husband and the wife and the wife and the husband. What's the comparison? For what? Halacha. Very interesting. If he's blind, the whole idea of Sota cannot work. You know why? Except the says, It was hidden from his eyes. That means he could have seen and he didn't see. The Gemara Dash is that if he can't see at all, which means he is blind, there's no possibility of giving to drink, and therefore Suma's not going to be giving his wife to drink. So now we dash in the same way that a man's a Suma, the husband's a Suma, they cannot be a Sota, Kahi, and most of Suma, Loisa, Shosa. So too, if she's blind, they will not drink. Again, Xeris Acosta is really based on this, no, doesn't, doesn't seem to be a rationale for this, but the pastor compares the husband to the wife, in the same way the pastor clearly excludes the man from being a suma, a blind man, a blind person, so to the woman. Another halacha, Ravashi Amar, Kishem Shachigeres Vigidemis, if a woman is lame or missing arms, they would not drink, you know why? The Ksiv, the Hamid, a Kohen, a Seish, Lofne Hashem, has to stand there. She has to be able to stand, Lofne Hashem. Vinasan Al Kapen, and then takes the Mincha and puts it on her palms, she has to have hands. Kahu, so now the opposite go back to the husband if the husband was lame or the husband was missing hands also Leah will not be given to drink a third Allah if a woman's if mute she will not drink you know what she has to respond Amen Amen which is the response when the coins gives the claw gives the curse to her what's going to happen if she drinks the water and she was guilty so too, in my elam leyamashka. So too, if the husband was the husband was a mute, he would not drink. Because the comparison between the husband and the wife say that the same status applies both to the husband and wife. So three different halachas, which is going to play out, even though the actual halach is relevant to one of them. The comparison between the woman and the man takes it forth and applies it to the other one as well. Hadron halacha arusa, the end of the fourth parak, beginning of the fifth parak says the Heliga Mishnah. Very fascinating. The same way that the water is going to check her, which means she will blow up, so too he will as well. That it says Ubo is called double lashon, and the water goes in and includes the the way it's going to affect him as well. Fascinating. She didn't he didn't drink, but that's a nice her blowing up also affects him as well. Furthermore. Same way that the woman, if she, until she drinks, or she doesn't want to drink, she's also forever to the her husband, so too she's also forever to the bowl, to the suspected person she was with. 
she's Tommy and Tommy. The Vav includes also that it's the woman, so it's to both of them, to the Baal, to her husband, and to the Baal, to the person who she was with. That was the way made this drasha, the extra Vav, to teach you that it's also to the Baal and to the Baal. He says the fact that it was just double, not the Vav, the fact that it was, it was, it was two times Nitma Nitma, that tells you there's going to be a Isra to two people, and the two people are the Baal and the Boal, the husband and the Boal. Now, Mishnah will now veer off on a whole different subject, but it was these halachas were all set on the same day. This is the day that Elizabeth Azariah was appointed the Nazi, the, the Nasi of Klai Yisrael. Right? So connected to the famous story we mentioned in Haggadah. And that day there was many, many things that were darshaned, and these were other things that were darshaned on that day, so the Mishnah puts them together in the same same uh, Mishnah. Well, on that day, Dershah Rekiv Rekiv in the following Joshah. A klicheres, which is an earthenware keli, that it fell something which like a sheretz, like a dead bug, into the klicheres. Anything which is inside of it, yitma. The yitma does not, doesn't say tummy, becomes tummy. It says yitma will have the ability to make other things tummy, which means the sheretz falls into the klicheres. There's a piece of bread, let's say, in there, which becomes tummy. Says the Pasuk is in a darshan, the yitma, that bread can still go and transfer its tummy to other things. In Omer, yitma, in Omer, um, in Omer, tummy, le yitma, doesn't say it became tummy, the bread is tummy. But rather yitma. Latame acherim. Loman al kikosheni, shemetame salshisha. Teach us now, Allah, the kikosheni, the bread, which is a sheni, because the sheris is a rishon, is the, is, the, is the the first thing for Tami. It transfers it to the Shani, which is the bread, and the bread now could transfer to a Shlishi, which is even beyond that. So that's the Yitma has the ability to go beyond the the uh, the Tome itself and transfer it to a third thing. Who will reveal the dirt off the eyes of Yochum Zakai? He had passed on already, he had lived already, so who would like take away the dirt and, and bring him back and teach him this halacha? Why? She said, Omer, He assumed that uh, uh, someone's going to come along in a future generation and say that a kikashlishi is tar, that this bread which touched something else is tar. He didn't find a source in the Torah that's going to be tummy. But we've just found the source. Maybe Lomikaratari has a pasuk which says, Yitma, this drush of Yitma, Yitma. Doesn't say Tameh says Yitma, teaching us that the ability of the bread to go beyond its own Tama, even though the bread was Tameh only from Rishon, it could transfer to a Shlishi. Another Allah Kadash on that day, Bibayom Dosha Rikiva. When we dose the Mikhutzlair, as Pas Kedma Alpayim Ama. This is the cities given to the Levium. There was 2,000 Amos that were given, as, as we'll see what they were for. Were given as an extension of the actual city of the Levim. The Levim all had these cities that they got in Eretz Yisrael, and 2,000 Amis outside of it was considered to be their property as well. So one Pasuk says it was 2,000 Amis. Another Pasuk says, Mikira from the wall of the city, the Chutz Elafam, 1,000 Amis of it. So which one is it? Is it 1,000 or 2,000? Yef Shalomer Elaf, you can't say it's just 1,000. Shkran Emer Elafayim, the other Pasuk said 2,000. Yef Shalomer Elafayim, you can't say it's 2,000. 
Shekfar Namri Ella, the other person it was a thousand Amis. So what's how do you justify the or how do you explain these two psukim, which seems to be a clear contradiction? Migrash. As far as the extension of the city, Migrash is the place you lay fallow and leaves like a, like a border around the city. That's a thousand Amis. Beyond the cities of the Levium. But if you want a different halacha for Tchum Shabbos, which you know how far you can, you can go on Shabbos, that is 2,000 Amis, which extend beyond the city. And that was the apostle which referred to 2,000 Amis, not as far as the actual, it doesn't belong to the Levim. It's not really their property, but if that's how far you can go, consider it to be within the, within the Tchum. That's one shot. The first thousand Amis of Migrash, which means they lay fallow, you just leave it as a nice border around the city. The thousand Amis beyond that, you can plant there. You can plant fields and vineyards, and it's also given to the, as an extension of the cities of the Levium, but not that has to remain fallow like the first thousand Amis. Two thousand Amis can be Sadas and Kramim, and that's the two Psukim. One Pasuk refers to the first thousand Amis, one the second thousand Amis, one that tells you have to lay it fallow, and the second one says you can plant there in the second thousand Amis. Another thing that came out on that day, Bobiyom Darush Vikiva. That on that day, this is by the Shira, after Kriyas Yamsov, Klai Yisrael saying to Kodesh Baruch Hu, and B'nai Yisrael also saying, so Moshe saying, and Klai Yisrael saying. It says, Shira Azos Hashem, Azul Hashem. By Yomro, they said, Lamer. Shame to Amalom Lamer. What's this Lamer telling you? It says they sang, and then B'nai Yisrael sang. And they said, saying, what is, what is that referring to? That there was a response. That Moshe said the Shira, and the Klaus will respond like when we say halal. Very cryptic what that means. We have the Gemara Mishnah later on to explain that. There was a response similar to the way halal said. And Rechami agrees there was a response, because the response was different. Kikoran is Shema, it was where Shema is read, and not the way Halal is read. Rashi says, we're all explaining exactly what these, what the distinction between Halal and, and, and um, Shema is. But either which way, there was a response at the point of the Pasuk saying, but there is a distinction what the response exactly was. The last point, the Gemara says, Bobo Yom Darsh of Yeshua ben Hurkanis, Lo'av and Eov, El Sakarish Baruch El that Eov, with all his suffering, and all his difficulties served the Kaddish Baruch Hu out of love. Shanamar, hein iktilenu lo ayechal. He said, even if you kill me, I still will desire, I still will yearn for you, and still want you. Even if it was, no matter what, he still has his love for the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Vadayin harbi shakolay. Ani mitzapa, awayin mitzapa. It is still a little bit unclear. It's a little bit unclear um, if it's going to be Mitzap um, is also a lesson of of like desiring. Hamalomer ad igava lo aser tumasi mimenu. Lamach miyava asa. So the pasuk first pasuk is a little bit unclear. It's hein tlenu lu ayachal is that if you be killed, they still yearn you. It's still unclear. So the pasuk means the second pasuk ad igava lo aser tumasi mimenu. Even if I get killed, I will not. Um, stop my my tmimus, my my uh, completeness from you again, proving clearly that's me Ava, so that Eo did it from Ava.
similar expression we said before, who will take the dirt from the eyes of Yochel he was Darish. He said no, that Eo only served the Kashbaruch out of fear. Shanamar, Ish, Tam Vyashi, Yorel Kim, Vesomira, says, Ish, Tam Vyashi, but he's Yari, says he feared the Kashbaruch. But Yeshua, Tami, 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 the student of a student came along and taught us from these two other Psukim, Shemiyav Asas, even though Yorel Ben Zakai was the, was much earlier generation and he, based on the Pasuk and Eo said it was Meira, but the other two Psukim prove it was Meava. And he really served on a higher level of a level of love for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Okay, Mitchell, we'll start tomorrow next week. Have a wonderful day. Slava Rabbah.